0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. 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 your life. You better create your life. Create your life. Create your life. Create your life. Beautiful people. What's going on? Happy, happy Sunday. Thank you for joining us here on episode number three of the Create Your Life series. And today we have something very special for you. Uh, We're going to talk about defining your success. What is success to you? What is success for you? Do you know? Or better yet, have you defined it? Have you written it out? Is it down on paper? This is a special topic because we are often working hard but have no parameters around what success may be to us specifically. We may sometimes see other people with material things or obtaining awards and recognition and can become drawn to want the same things that someone else may have. But what it takes to obtain those things may not necessarily be what we need or what we are interested in. That could be looked at as. A form of comparison and comparison is actually a a defeating perspective because it doesn't help you to reach your maximum potential or get your maximum results. It teaches you to look at someone else and try to beat them at what they are doing or what they have achieved. When in reality, again, we're walking different paths and we have a completely different experience than they have. That being said, then what is success? And according to a great coach, one of the most winningest coaches in college basketball, Mr. John Wooten, Hall of Fame coach, actually, he says that success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to become the best you are capable of becoming. And after doing a bit more research, I would also define success as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. In order to accomplish an aim or purpose, it must be aligned with you. Otherwise, you will not be able to sustain yourself and make it through the trials and tribulations of your aim or purpose. So essentially, you won't last. And my mentor, Marie Dutton Brown, has a a very awesome quote that she always tells me or always reminds me of. And She says that life is a marathon, not a race, and you won't be able to run the entire marathon trying to be someone else or trying to aspire to someone else's goals. So as we go further in in today's episode, I think that it's very important for us to keep that in mind that we have to be our authentic self. And we also are going to dig a little bit deeper, see your why will help you stay true to yourself and what you actually care about. And this will help you actually reach your goals and align a definition of success to who you are. Today, we're going to get to the good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to give you my 10 pillars of defining your own success. Yes, that's right. The Kevin Y. Brown 10 pillars of defining and achieving your success. And I'm going to go in depth around them. So the 10 pillars of success, I'll give them to you really quick. Actually, you know what? I want to go back because I was having another conversation with my mentor, Marie Dutton Brown last night, and we were talking about success and what success meant and things like that. And she said, you know what, Kevin, you can be successful at anything, I said, really, how is that? She said, well, if you wanted to be a beach bum, you could be successful at being a beach bum. All you'd have to do is, is be on the beach 24-7 and let it be all-encompassing in your life. So she was getting more so at the ability to be immersed in whatever your craft is, whatever your goal is, and that is what will actually make the hugest difference for you. The first pillar of my definition of success for anyone is to actually be yourself. And then the second pillar is actually clarity. You need to be clear on what it is that success is to you. Be clear on what actually matters to you. And so I'll tell you a story. I was, it was a while ago, actually a few years back and I was hanging out with one of my friends, John White, who's a friend from college. And John asked me, he said, man, what is success to you? And so I say, man, I wanna be a billionaire. I wanna be famous. I wanna have 10 houses, airplanes and all of these other things. And then he says, well, Are you sure that that's success to you or that's what you that's what you think success is? And so I took a step back and I thought about it and I thought about what kind of work I was willing to, to put in in order to to get to my goals and what I what I thought my ideal life would look like. And when I stepped away and then we came back for the conversation, it had dawned on me that I didn't want to be a billionaire, that I didn't want to be famous, that I didn't need 10 houses. I'd be fine with one house. Fine with one car. Didn't need an airplane. I'm fine catching an airplane. At least I get to meet people and have interactions with people and things like that. But traveling the world matters to me. And I like to help others. So those were the things that mattered. Now, that, of course, you could still be a billionaire if you helped others. But being a billionaire was not one of the things in my life that I felt like was going to make me successful. So, with clarity for yourself and for anyone that you That you're actually speaking to, it's important to get grounded and then it's important to also say, well, whose dream is this? Whose definition of success are you actually going by? Are you going by what society says is successful or are you going by what you say is successful? Right. So what matters? Do you need to be that billionaire? Do you need to have, you know, that nice purse? Do you need to have, you know, a a luxury SUV vehicle? Is that what's important to you? And then the what? What do you want? Exactly. And then when? What's the time frame that you want this stuff in? When do you want to accomplish these dreams or these goals? It's very important. You have to be very clear. A book that I read called Six Months to Six Figures by Peter Vult, which is a very good book that I actually recommend. That helped me to develop a handout that uh, will help you plan out your goals for the next year. And I call it the Create Your Life One Year Goal Sheet. It's available on kevinybrown.com, right on the page that is entitled free. You can download it for free. And this sheet will actually help you to get to your why and your what. Now, you will have to stay tuned in order to get get your how from us if you want to stay on board. And, of course, you do. But this sheet will really, really help you. And I'd actually like to explain it to you if you want to download it now. So, it's the Create Your Life Ideal One-Year Vision Statement is where we start out. So, you say, what is your ideal one-year vision statement? For me, I say the name of my company is called Legacy Thinking Labs. I want to improve Legacy Thinking Labs to quantitatively impact others worldwide while making over six figures in 2016. And then I say I will make a certain amount of money residually and per speech that I give with the thriving Create Your Life show via radio, podcast, and YouTube. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually reading to you what I filled out and put on my ideal one-year Create Your Life series goal sheet. And then there's another section on there that says, what are your personal core values? Your core values will drive you to stay consistent when you meet challenges on your journey to your goals. And so here I have a list of examples such as health, honesty, love, impact, etc. And then there's a one through five section that you can actually fill out. My one is honesty, being genuine and keeping my word. Number two, health. Three, love. Four, financial freedom. And five is travel and creativity. Those are some of my personal core values that I really, really have to stick to, love to stick to, and that I enjoy. And then the next section is what are your renegade five for the year? Your top five goals that you are going to break away from your old habits to achieve your goals in the next 12 months. The reason why I use renegade is because when I'm speaking with some of my friends and we're all like talking and having a good time and we get serious and we start talking about goals, then I say in order for us to reach our goals, we have to be an everyday renegade. That meaning that we get up and we we walk away or we break away from the habits that we used to have in order to become bigger and better at what it is that we're doing. So that's where the renegade comes from. So where's that renegade five, that everyday renegade that you're going to be, that you're going to do and accomplish? And so for me, it's making a certain amount from speaking and from my other company and then making the Create Your Life series a hit show with a certain amount of monthly downloads, writing and publishing a new book and traveling abroad to see certain locations. And so these are are some of the things that are on the sheet. And then there's also another section, which is what are your five most compelling reasons to hit your Renegade Five? For me, I want to be able to travel and, and live wherever or purchase whatever I want without ever having to think about it. Then I want to be healthy so that I can live to be older and contribute positively to my family and society. I want to travel the world and impact people positively. I want to be happy. Then I also want to create a... A legacy that I'm proud of and that I can pass on to my future family members, son, daughter, etc. So these are some of the things that are going on my ideal one-year goal sheet. What are some of the things that are going on yours? And you can actually go on to our Instagram page, at CYL Series, and give us some feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. We'll definitely be happy to answer any questions or stay in tune with you right here during the show. Second to last, but definitely not least, what daily habits do you need to develop in order to achieve your vision? In order to hit these goals, you have to become a better version of your current self. If you want to get that raise at your job or you want to make more money or you want to lose that 20 pounds, then you're going to have to start taking on the habits and have to start preparing your mind mentally to be that person who does those things. That's where the studying comes from and being a student of the craft or being a student of whatever goal it is that you're trying to achieve. So for me, daily habits that I need to keep, consistency, being focused, definitely making sure that I'm working out and things like that. And then the last part asks you what the exact amount of money is that you will earn by the end of the year and what you intend to sacrifice in order to achieve those goals. So for myself, I intend to sacrifice sleep, hanging out on social media, of course, unnecessary distractions. And in order for me to reach these goals, my action plan is to stay focused, plan, and of course, execute. So that's how I filled out my Create Your Life series one-year productivity sheet. Please download it on KevinYBrown.com. Click on the free tab, download it, fill it out, send it back to us. You can email us at uh, admin at LegacyThinkingLabs.com. My assistant would be more than happy to pass that on to me. We'll talk about it on the next show. Or any other questions that you may have, please hit us up on Instagram. And so now you have the goal sheet, so you have the vision. Oh, let me go back real quick. What I usually do with my sheet, my my one-year goal sheet, is I laminate it. And then i look at it five minutes before I go to bed, and then i look at it first thing in the morning, five minutes when I first wake up in the morning. So this thing is constantly on my mind because I'm constantly working towards my goals. And you, if you don't laminate it and you don't look at it that much, to keep it somewhere where you can see it. Now, you've got your, your vision, you know why you're doing it, and you know what you're going to do. So you have a div- an idea in your head. Now we need to bring this to life, to something that you can see every single day. So what's our solution? Solution is going to be vision boards, and these things really, really work. So, what is a vision board? You ask. According to MakeAVisionBoard.com, a vision board is a tool used to help clarify, concentrate, and maintain focus on a specific life goal. Literally, a vision board is any sort of board on which you can display images that represent whatever you want to be, do, or have in your life. You can get a vision. You can get vision board images from magazines. You can print them out yourself. You can draw them. Uh, you can cut pictures out. You can Type up affirmations that you want to be on there. And that's really, really important because what you're doing now is you're creating a picture of what it is that you want your life to be like, what it is that you want to accomplish. And believe you me, this thing works. I had this huge vision board back in the day. And I remember it had the school in Spain that I wanted to attend called Esare. And it also had another location on it that I didn't know. So in 2010, I went on a trip where two friends and I, we went to... London, Paris, Barcelona, Madrid, and we spent four days in Egypt. Oh, in Rome, Italy. And on my vision board, two years earlier, I just put a bunch of images of, of great places. Now, Asade was on there, so that was intentional. So I actually got to walk on the campus of Asade, which is in Barcelona. But the Colosseum of Rome was on that vision board, and I didn't notice that Rome was on that vision board until I got back from my trip. So that shows you the law of attraction and the power of attraction and what vision boards can actually do for you. What you have to be careful of when doing a vision board is also understanding what it is that you're looking at. And when I say understanding what it is that you're looking at, it's very important to understand that oftentimes when we're looking at a vision board, we're actually looking at the finished product. Pillar number four is actually to do research. So when I was 25 years old, not that I look older, um... (laughs) I had this huge vision board that I had made, and I was getting down on myself oftentimes, and I was getting down on myself because I was trying to figure out, I was comparing myself to the people on my vision board, and I'm saying, man, why haven't I reached this level of success that I've been been wanting? Why am I not here? Why am I not at the same place that Will Smith is? Why, Why do I not own a multi-million dollar company? Why do I not, why am 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 I not these things? And so one of my mentors came by and she said to me, bring me your vision board. So I brought her my vision board. She says, now, what do you see when you're looking at this vision board? I said, man, I see Kanye West. I see Will Smith. I see Barack Obama. I see these different accolades, different cars, different houses, different places in the world. And she says, yes, I see that too. But I also see the finished product. I said, well, what do you mean by that? She said, what you're looking at is years and years of work being put in. And this is the benefits of the work. That's what you're looking at. You're looking at the rewards. And so I said, what do you mean by that exactly? And she said, well, what I want you to do is, here's your project. I want you to go back and I want you to research Kanye West. I want you to research Will Smith. I want you to study Them And I want you to actually, the things that you, the luxurious things that you have on your vision board, the Lamborghini, the house in the south of France, I want you to research that and find out how much it actually costs. And so I went and I did this research project and then I found out it took Kanye over 10 years to get on. You heard it in his tracks, locked himself away in a studio for summers making beats. Nobody else believed in him. But then when you start to research all of these people, they all have successes and failures, but they all have this time that nobody was paying attention to the work that they were putting in. You know, that saying it takes, what, 10 years to become an overnight success. It's not happening overnight. These people are literally putting in the work and they are always talking about the journey the journey to get there and how they got there. And that's what was important about the lesson. So when creating your vision board, it's very important to keep into perspective what it is that you're actually doing, what it is that you're actually looking at. Because if you just say that you want something, but you haven't specified what that want is or how you're going to get there or haven't studied the successful habits of somebody else, and you're just saying something, but you don't know what it takes to get there. And actually doing the backwards planning, which is actually... Pillar number five, doing backwards planning, that's what's going to help you make it realistic and help you decide whether or not it's something that you actually really want to be invested in. I had to learn this process and it has taken me a lot to become who I am today, but there's still hours and hours of work that go into this. Like, for example, last night was Saturday night. I wanted to go out and hang out with my friends, but you know what? This show was really, really on my mind and I kept trying to fine tune it, kept trying to fine tune it. And so I ended up rewriting the entire show. I went to bed at 1, woke up at 5, and got back to it. And I was working on it all day up until we got on the air. But that's because it was more important to me. But that's also because I understand the journey and the time that, that it really takes to become successful. Like we said last week, Steph Curry doesn't show up to the game right before the game and expect to hit 12 threes. No, it's the hours and hours of practice that he's been putting in before that makes the difference. So if we're talking about backwards planning, I want to tell you about this workshop that I usually do with students and I sometimes do it with adults. This workshop is actually called Stylebook. And Stylebook is all about creating your lifestyle profile. And so in it, we have three sections. We have Sketch It, which is uh, defining what success looks like for you. So sometimes it's what material things you have. Sometimes it's what your family looks like. Sometimes it's it's what really matters to you, what, what values and core values that you have for yourself. And then you have the part two, which is source it, which is deciding what type of career or what type of goal you want. And then that's part A of sketch it. Then part B is identifying what type of education or training it will take in order to pursue that career, pursue that goal and accomplish it. And then C is always to identify a career role model or a mentor, I'll define a career role model Is someone who you can give your perspective and guidance on your career from. And you research the path that they've taken in order to get where they are today. And you can either interview them or you can actually find their bio and read and do as much research on that person as possible. It's one of the best things that we have today is that we have information at our fingertips. And so here are some of the questions that you need to be able to answer about your career mentor. And I'm talking about I do this with kids who say, oh, well, I want to play in the NBA. And so kid says, oh, I want to play in the NBA. I want to be like Michael Jordan. So they pick Michael Jordan as their career role model. Then we talk about what was his major in college. A lot of people don't know that Michael Jordan was a geography major. A lot of people don't know that Carmelo Anthony was a mathematics major. So it's these small things that help to make things realistic for you. And what that does is it helps people to understand what they're actually getting into so that then they can model themselves after someone else who's great that they admire, and then also be able to understand when the, when it gets hard on that road to trying to succeed and make it to that goal, they've seen somebody who's done it and who's been through it. So some of the questions that you always want to be able to answer about your career role model would be their name, birthplace, birthdate, number of siblings parents, how he or she grew up, type of education that they have, what was their major of study, how many degrees do they have, three successes and three failures that they've experienced, three quotes on success and three quotes on hard work that your career role model has said, and how many years did it take them to get where they are today. That's huge, and that helps you put things in perspective again. And then part D, identify the career steps of your career role model. Write down the steps that your career role model actually went through to become who they are today. So this person was not always at the top or where they are. They had to start somewhere. And so that's one form of backwards planning that I do. And then I say the third part of that is map it. So you got to sketch it, source it, then you map it. And in the map it section, you say identify a plan to achieve your professional and personal goals. And part B of that is identify the changes that you need to make right now in order to achieve your professional and personal goals, whether it's behavior, study habits, social habits, health, etc. And it's funny because if I say study habits and people say, oh, well, you know, I might not be in school. Yes, you're grown. You might not be in school, but you still need to be reading and, and writing and conversing with people who are essentially on what you're on who are trying to achieve those same level of goals, that, that same level uh, of accomplishment. Because I spend more time in the library, I, I believe now, than I did even when I was in college. Because I'm a student of what it is that I'm trying to become. And I spend more time under mentors and getting guidance than I did when I was in college. Because I want to achieve these specific goals. And so this is very, very important to me. Like I said, this is just one form of backwards planning, but we can get much deeper through another method that is very, very effective. And it goes like this. So what I did, what I would do if I were you and what I have done for myself is I took my ideal, my Create Your Life series, uh, one-year vision statement, which is actually available on kevinybrown.com, click on the free tab and download it there. But I've actually took my one-year goals and I broke them down into quarters and then from quarters I broke it down into months and then from months I broke it down into weeks and so now I understand what it is that I need to accomplish every single week in order to accomplish my goal for my month in order to accomplish my goals for the quarter in order to accomplish my goals for the year so this time next year I will be looking like a different my mind and my habits And my evolution will be different because let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, change is constant, but growth is optional. How many people do you know six months ago are still doing the same thing that they were doing, whether they have a good job or not? Everyone's not taking the option or taking it upon themselves to build and become something more. So the next section or the next pillar, I would say, is actually about goal setting. And when it comes to goal setting, I feel like the best way to do it is. To go with smart goals, like we said earlier, you can create huge goals, but if you say you want to make six figures or you want to be a millionaire or you want to become an entrepreneur and things like that, you literally have to become and have to embody the mind state of a six figure person, the mind state of a healthy person who works out six times a week and things like that. You have to evolve and you have to develop those habits for the goals that you're trying to reach. So when we talk about creating smart goals, what are those? Those are goals that are S is specific, M, measurable, A, attainable, R, realistic, and T, timely. So that specific goal, it has a greater chance of of being accomplished than a general goal if it's specific. To set a specific goal, then you would say something like, I want to make X amount this month or residually each month, then you know what it is that you're trying to hit. And then when you want to make something measurable, then you want to establish the concrete criteria for measuring the progress toward that attainable goal? So how much, how many, how will you know when it's accomplished? And then attainable, you identify the goals that are most important to you and you begin to figure out the ways you can make them come true. And you develop the attitudes and the abilities and the, the financial capacity to reach them. And then that realistic. To be realistic, a goal must represent an objective toward which you are both willing and able to work. And I would say that you create your reality, but you also want to make something that you feel like you can get done. If you're trying to lose 50 pounds this month, that may or may not be a responsible way or a a realistic way, depending on your habits, for you to plan out your goals. Now, it could be realistic because I don't know your habits, but if you said, I'm going to work out five times a week, lose two pounds per week, you got four weeks in a month, so I'm going to lose eight to 10 pounds in a month, then now you're talking about something that is definitely uh, attainable. And when you're starting out with your goals, you want to go ahead and make something that you can achieve so that then you can be energized in order to keep moving forward with it. And then timely. A goal should be grounded within a time frame, which is why even on the Create Your Life series one-year goal sheet, it's one year, 12 months, not a lifetime, three years, five years, 10 years, You know, our success to you overall in life, which is very, very important. But for right now, we have what are you going to get done in the next 12 months and how are you going to get there? What's going to get you up out of the bed right now and make that happen? After we've set those those smart goals, then we can really, really move forward. The next pillar is actually one of my favorites. And I actually had to do some, some research because I'm always sitting up late at night. This is one of my favorite things to do is to, to watch clips on successful people. And I watched a clip on one of the, you know, one of my, my favorite successful people because of work ethic. Of course, Kobe Bryant is, is my favorite. But some of the things that were said I thought were so important and were so cool about these, this group of individuals. And so pillar number seven is actually to be consistent. Michael Jordan played multiple seasons at 82 games per season. And so then I said, you know what? Michael Jordan is one of the all-time greats. Let me go and take a look, of course, at my favorite player, but then let me take a look at the others who are at the top of their game in the NBA. Michael Jordan, at 38 years of age plus, he still managed to play 60-plus games in one season. At 38 years old, when he came back and played for the Wizards. Then you have Steph Curry. When he, was, when he isn't injured, he's played at least 73 games plus during full non-lockout season. Then you have LeBron James. 62 games was his lowest, and that's because it was a shortened, shortened season. Other than that, he played 69 games out of 82. We are talking about people who show up every single day, every single game. And if we're talking about game time, then we have to talk about practice time. So what about that time, just like we talked about with the vision boards? What about that time when people are not actually present, but these guys are still putting in the work? That's when things happen. And in order to stay consistent, you have to have this certain thing. So I want to share with you a poem that I found that I actually, I love. And I heard it first in, again, Peter Vogue's book, Six Months to Six Figures. And it goes like this. I'm your constant companion. I'm your greatest helper or heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. I'm completely at your command. Half of the things you do might as well turn, you might as well turn over to me and I will do them. Quickly and correctly. I am easily managed. You must be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done. And after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I am the servant of great people. And the last of all failures as well. Those who are great, I have made great. Those who are failures, I have made failures. I am not a machine though. I work with the precision of a machine plus the intelligence of a person. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes me no difference. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. Who am I? I am a habit. Our habits are what helps us to become and to maintain being successful. Because you see some people, they might hit success and then they fall off and they never make it back to that level of success. That's because they haven't practiced or polished themselves in order to become great and sustain themselves. And here's another part of, the, of this book that I thought was really, really interesting. And so it's a, it's a simple but powerful illustration. And he calls it the decision train. He says, I'm obsessed with figuring out what separates the most successful people from the majority. Here's what I figured out. Most people in our society make their decision based on their feelings. If they don't feel like working out, guess what? They don't work out. If they don't feel like waking up early, guess what? They don't wake up early. If they don't feel like getting their book done or doing their homework, they don't do it. They live their lives through feelings, emotions, and circumstances. In turn, they take a specific action or no action, and that's their final decision. That's how they live their life, based on their feelings. At the end of every feeling is nothing but, at the end of every principle, is a promise. Eric Thomas. Remember, if you want to be successful, look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. So here's what the 5% do. These are the people who are energized, have clarity, enjoy life, and experience, and are experiencing financial freedom and are living at a level 10. They flip the script and they drive the decision train in reverse. While unsuccessful people base everything off of their feelings, the 5% make decisions first, regardless of how they feel. When they decide something, that's what they do, and it doesn't matter how they feel. So from their definite decision, they take that action, and they feel amazing afterwards. And so one of the biggest ways to build your self-esteem is to do what you say you're going to do. And every time you say you're going to do something and don't do it, your confidence lowers. So what successful people do is they decide, period, I'm going to work out five times this week. During the week, if they don't feel like working out, they stop themselves and tell themselves, I don't care how I feel. I'm a person of my word. So once again, successful people decide what they're going to do. They take action on it regardless of how they feel. And as an end result, they feel exceptional. And they build their confidence. They build their respect. They build their income. And it's an upward spiral from there. And that's from Peter Voogh's book, Six Months to Six Figures. So if we're going by that, then I would say along with being consistent, you also want to be consistently sharpening yourself, meaning that you want to be teachable and that you want to be curious about what success is and how other people obtain their success. Kobe Bryant, a five-time NBA world champion, he's sharpening himself constantly by going and asking questions and finding out from other great people uh, what it is that makes them successful and how it is that they... They become have become great in their different crafts and their different things. And as we move further in the Create Your Life series, we'll definitely have people here on the show who can tell us how they've become great and how they have, have sharpened themselves also in their particular crafts. These different trailblazers that we'll have on uh, some of my peers and, and others um, who we've reached out to and are blessed enough to have here on the show. And so... Because we're we're running a little low on time, I wanna talk a little bit more uh about sharpening yourself and then go on to the last two points, the last two pillars. But in terms of sharpening, it's very important like to always take uh extra classes at, at maybe like a community college or something like that or even at at a grad school in your craft, art classes, whatever it is that you're trying to become, you wanna take classes, you wanna be a student in that. And you also wanna raise your peer group and the people that you're spending your time around. You all if you're evolving, then that means that that, that circle of people that you're around, either they're continually continuing to evolve as well or that you're switching you might be switching peer groups or that you have different peer groups for different things you might go and hang out with some people to party and then you might go and you know when it's time to work when it's time to talk entrepreneurship then you have that group of friends who are on that level with you Uh, pillar number nine is having thick skin It's very important when you're on your road to success when you're on that journey to where you're trying to get to it's very important for you to really uh, be able to accept criticism and be open to evolving and making changes in order to become better that's very very important and also to be mindful of who you're actually taking critiques from because everybody's opinion doesn't actually matter or should it matter to you and then the other thing is the last pillar pillar number 10 is to be on time and to be conscious of where you're actually spending your time because one of my favorite quotes is is to be to be early is to be on time and to be on time is to be late and to be late is to be forgotten That's by Ellen Hildebrand from A Summer Affair. Or you could say to be late is unacceptable, and I actually look at it as being unacceptable. If I'm not 15 minutes early, then I'm probably 30 minutes early for any and all endeavors. And so that's the way that I'm operating all the time, but that's one of my successful habits, and that's one of the things that has helped me to achieve this level of of success to date. And I know that these are things, and these 10 pillars will be able to help you to achieve the level of success that you've actually been working towards and that you're going to achieve during your life. That being said, I want to remind you that uh, the Create Your Life series, we are here definitely every Sunday from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. and that we also have a fundraiser going on right now to raise money so that we can create our website and build out the entire Create Your Life series brand so that we can be able to serve you this, this great information and great content on demand. And that is at uh, GoFundMe.com, Create Your Life C-Y-L series, backslash C-Y-L series. So ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure to be with you this Sunday.